With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Hello, punters, on this Saturday morning. It is Derby Day, you little beauty. What a week ahead we have for us in horse racing. Uh, the BRC Spring Carnival, it is the best, isn't it? And Derby Day kicks off today, but it's a big day of racing right around the country. And, of course, uh, we've got a, a nice meeting uh, to Woomber up the range tonight. Uh, now, we've got guests this week. We've got the Darling Downlow's favourite trainer, Kevin Kemp. We're going to chat to Kevin Kemp, uh, who's on his way down to Melbourne. And uh, him and Judy, they're heading down to Melbourne for a big day with the Gunsin Racing Tours. Graham Shue, who does a great job with the uh, racing tours. They will have a dead set ball, and I'm sure they'll get to the Emerald and uh, tear it up in there with Andy Lewis and the team. There'll be plenty of beers flowing, the best beers in town at the Emerald Hotel. And we chat to Les Baba Tilly. Uh, he's in good form, T- Les. He's been uh, riding winners, well, consistently. He's uh, not long been uh, moved base to uh, Toowoomba, him and Alex, and uh, doing a super job. And, and we find out uh, today, interviewing Les, that uh, Alex is his new manager. But uh, now Chris Nelson is always my offsider on uh, the Darling Download, but uh, Chris Nelson is... Enjoying Melbourne this week. He's taken a week off and he's going to tear it up down there. And I've bought Ryan Wiggins off the bench, the Queensland Premiership winning jockey. Uh, he's been in hot form. Wigo, welcome to the Darling Download. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, I don't know what reserve I was there, but uh, I got the start up. Big, big shoes to fill. But, uh, yeah, we should have a good show. I went straight to the top and, <laughs> and uh, brought you in. Uh, of course, we, we, uh, you helped me out with uh, the punters, mate, last night also. And uh, we had Chris, Chris Munts uh, come on board and it was great to catch up with Muncie. It's just, I think this week it just gets you up and about, doesn't it? Yeah, obviously the big Melbourne, uh, Melbourne week derby into, into the Melbourne Cup is always a big week for Melbourne. And it's good to talk to these trainers and jockeys who have been there and experienced it and, yeah, see what they're... What they're um, what they're looking forward to this week. Uh, as I say, we've got uh, guests Kevin Kemp and, and Les Tilly, uh, t- two people that you know really well. Kemp, he's a great trainer to ride for. Yeah, great trainer to ride for. One of the good guys there. If, you, if you're riding in Toowoomba, that's that's the, one of the guys you want to be riding for and always training plenty of winners. And, yeah, Kemp, he's off down to Melbourne. I think he's been down there a few times. He gets down there and watches Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne Cup and that with his wife. So we have a good chat to him as well. And Les Tilly, uh, well, we've had Les on a few times, and it's fair to say that Les is a loose unit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> He's a bit of a we, – we, he annoys us all a bit in the jockey's room there, but we give it to, we give it to him back just as good. But, um, yeah, we have a good chat to Bubba about how he's, he's moved to Toowoomba. And, um, yeah, obviously he's, uh, he's Miso uh, being his manager now, which, which uh, wouldn't be a, a good, good point for me. But he's obviously doing it well, and she'll have him running around everywhere, riding everywhere. 
the banter in the jockey's room, it's always pretty uh, pretty solid. It's a good day at the races, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's always a good day. Um, obviously, I get the ride up north a fair bit, so them boys up there are a bit relaxed. And, um, yeah, if you, if you stand out of place, you, you get given to all day. So <laughs> you've got to be careful what you say or do. Uh, don't make any silly mistakes because they'll be after you all day. Let's get our first break out of the way. We will come back on the other side with the Darling Downloads' favourite trainer in Kevin Kemp, and we'll find out what Kempy likes for Derby Day today. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning. And I'll tell you what, we go. We have got the Darling Download's favourite trainer in Kevin Kemp on the line and... He is at the airport, about to board a plane to head to Melbourne. Kempi, welcome to the Darling Downlow. Oh, great to be back again. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. <laughs> it has been a while. Now you're heading down to Melbourne for uh, for a big week of racing. Yeah, yeah, it's full week. Uh, the Derby, the Cup, and the Oaks, and then home on the Friday. Yep. Life in the rich and famous, hey Kempi. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Now we looked into a. Uh, what do they call them? I don't know what they're called. The little things where you five-star place. You see the five stars <laughs> through the roof. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. And uh, and I'll tell you what, um, well, it's it's always uh, an exciting time. That was Ryan Wiggins, by the way, uh, Kempi. Sorry, I forgot to tell, <laughs> yeah. forgot to tell you. you Ryan? No, Kempi, Wiggo's in the house. Um, but i tell you what, it's it's an exciting week, isn't it? I, I mean, for I, I don't care uh, where you are based in Australia and the the VRC Spring Carnival is uh well it's when it becomes that time when it comes to that time of year it's uh it's pretty special isn't it such great racing and and you know whether you follow racing a little bit or obviously like us a lot um it's it's just a great thing yeah you got that right there for sure Sammy it's uh a terrific time uh terrific time to have a bit of a break and uh, see the good horses, good jockeys, trainers, everything, uh, and uh, all the personalities and what goes with the whole week in uh, Melbourne. It's just so good. Yeah, we haven't been since COVID. Uh, uh, went a few times before that. It was really good. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what is your what would be your your best memory of a Melbourne Cup gone by, Kempi, uh, or, or even a Derby for that <laughs> matter? But is uh, have you have you got something? Have you got one that uh, over the years that that sticks in your mind as being pretty special? Yeah, yeah, I've only seen uh, the wife and I've only seen three Melbourne Cups, and uh, the same horse won it every year. So uh, we thought, well, what's the use of coming back here? We're going to see the same horse. They said, oh, it's out having foals. I said, well, grab it out of the paddock, and it'll probably win again. <laughs> so that was pretty special to see them three, for sure, yeah. So yeah. what race are you looking forward to seeing um, this weekend or the, over the next few days, Kempi? Oh, I know all them races on Saturday are good. Uh, I'd love to see... Uh, uh, oh no, they're just all good racing, isn't it? You know the whole the whole lot of it, Sammy. Yeah, it's really good. And we go down with Gunsend uh, uh, Tours, uh, Graham Shy from Gundawindi, uh, been a, a great mate of ours for years. And we go down, travel down with him. There's about 140 of us, and uh, pretty special time to have uh, a week away. Yeah, just all the races. I love them all, mate. Yeah. Kempi, I know Graham well, uh, back from the days when uh, I used to drink at the Emerald Hotel and my wife used to run the front bar at the Emerald Hotel. And uh, uh, so uh, I'm sure Graham will take you there uh, to the Emerald this week and you'll have an absolute blast. Tell Andy Lewis that uh, 
Sammy Highland said that yep. uh, you want plenty of free beers because uh, he'll 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 be handing those out uh, left, right, and centre. And I tell you what, he's partial to a tip, Andy Lewis. He likes a tip. That's what he does like. <laughs> hey, that sounds all good. Really good, mate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's got Melbourne's got good yeah. coffee, cold weather, and uh, great beer. The best beer in Melbourne is at the Emerald Hotel. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no worries. That's good. But well, we'll give it a test out for sure. It'll be lovely. Lovely. Now, there's a bit of racing uh, up the range, obviously, uh, Toowoomba tonight and uh, and then uh, Tuesday. Uh, you've got a couple of runners tonight with Bear Hug uh, in the first race. Monty Saver on board, drawn a good gate. Yeah, drawn a good gate. Looked a bit unlucky the other day. Didn't get a crack at him. Uh, that happens. Uh, and the other guy in the race, um, well, it's Willy Wonka. He's uh, honest, very honest. Uh, I think we'll Quinella that race. Yeah, that'll do that one. Yeah, we'll Quinella that one. <laughs> Good stuff. And uh, Kenji, he's been having a bit of luck of late, isn't he, Kenji? Yeah, he has. He's had seven seconds and one winner for me out of his last eight, <laughs> uh, nine rides. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good. Seconds are good. We love them. <laughs> Good for the place, putter. Uh, race three, you're riding at whisk. Uh, you're training whiskey dream. Uh, Emily Lang takes takes the ride, and uh, I tell you what, she's been riding, having a bit of luck also. Oh yeah, she's she's a really good little upcoming rider, sure. And the horse uh, showed really uh, good form um, after his first run or two, and then he had a placing, I think, in Brisbane or two, and then. Uh, and then he was unplaced. He come back. He had a jump out the other day. It wasn't spectacular. He runs second, but uh, I thought, well, if I put him in a 9.50 trial, he'll probably or 9.50 jump out. He'll probably nearly win it. So I thought we'll stick him in a thousand meter race and uh, hopefully he can uh, win a run of place. Yeah. yeah. Gee, he looks very well placed there, Kempi. Like um, with that town form, yeah. dropping back to Toowoomba. Nice maiden at Toowoomba. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, what about uh, Avidius on Saturday? Does he go go to Bow Desert? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he just uh, he's very honest horse, really honest horse. He just unlucky the other day, first up, just to start, um, and then uh, still run really well to run fourth. Uh, geez, a good honest horse, yeah, really honest, lovely horse. Yeah, he he be hard to beat in one alley, yeah, for sure. And Dolby, you've got one at Dolby uh, Zuzu Zoea, is it? Zuzu Zoea, Lily Bar on board. Yeah, a bit inconsistent. Runs a good race in an ordinary one. Can do, I mean. Um, yeah, um, but probably with a couple of kilos off, the little girl, the little horse uh, would be suited. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, yeah, she, if she runs to her best, well, she run really well at Warwick. So I suppose uh, Dolby, she could uh, like it out there too. But uh, <laughs> a little bit inconsistent, though. Can be uh, uh, yeah. what, what, obviously a busy weekend it is for, for most racing stables uh, across uh, this week. Uh, doesn't matter where you are. Mm. And obviously Queensland, we race so much. Uh, there's there's a race meeting on everywhere. How do the staff go when you've got uh, well you've got a runner at Bow Desert, runner at Dolby, a couple of runners t- tonight. It's uh, it's pretty full on, and you're you're going to be in Melbourne. Yeah, I know, and still trying to get a video to lift to Bow Desert. So if anyone is out there and want to take you, they can. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a job for you, Sammy. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, yeah, I'm still trying to get him a lift. Uh, the one the Dolby will arrive, it'll get a lift. But anyhow, uh, yeah, we'll get him there, though. Sam will be able to tie yeah. off his Lamborghini four-wheel drive, so... <laughs> That's right, yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> now, Campy, is, uh, do, do you and Judy do the form on the way down? Or is uh, we know Judy's a keen punter, uh, as are you. Have, have you nailed anything for the weekend that uh, that you want to have something on? I, uh, I, I, I've been sitting down here at the airport for an hour or so, and uh, I've been going through the form. The wife's going through the form there too. Uh, really uh, good races. Uh, gee, I love it. Uh, I love it, yeah, this time of year, like any day. But I mean to say, yeah, I like um, a good uh, roughy in, uh, in Melbourne. I like, I don't know if it's a roughy, but uh, it's, I can't even say its name. It's in race uh, five, and it's number 10. Uh, a e t h e l f l a e d. If you can say that, <laughs> if you can pronounce that, you're bloody better than me. Athol lad. Okay, yeah, this too. Matthew Smith, Damien Oliver. Yeah. I just thought it, you know, uh, I just thought it might have been. I know it's drawn out a little bit. It's a 2000, but I thought it might have been a place each way chance, each way chance, the big odds, and uh, and also I like the one Ollie's riding in the last race, Villana. I like it. And uh, I could go on here all day if you let me, you know. Well, keep, keep, going, you do keep, going. Keep, keep going. That's what we need. Oh, I like number one in the first race, Brave Mead. I like number four in, <laughs> in the second race, Mostly Cloudy. I like Rose Quartz in the third, number six. Yeah. And in the fourth, I like Ravinia. Yeah. In the fifth, that Alpha thing. Yeah. In the sixth, I like the party. Yes. So, bit of a worry, bit of a worry coming back in trip, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, a mile back to 1,200 is a long way back. But, mm. uh, oh, gee, I, I like his form. I like his form. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the straight mightn't be, might only be like a mile back to 1,400, wouldn't it? Mm. Straight, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, and what do you like in the derby? Uh, Riff Rocket, Riff Rocket, Riff Rocket will just win it, I think. Um, you know, with good luck, need a bit of luck with anything. Uh, a tissue in the eighth. God, we're doing well. And Dylan are in the last. How are we going, hey? How Running good. Every race. Happy days. Happy yeah. days. Kempi being a... if one of them run a place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been a trainer for a long time, and it's been a bit of a topic that, that comes up uh, every year with the Derby. 2,500 metres. Is it too far for the three-year-olds, do you think? Well, probably yes and no, in a way. Yes, for a... No, you know, it is for probably half of them and no for the other half. Maybe, maybe, Sammy. I don't know, mate. I'm, uh, I just noticed that, um, yeah, there's always, you know, the first half of the field, they seem to go on and the last half of the field don't do sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I might be wrong in saying that because I think that's how it is. But years ago, it's been 2,500 for a long time, hasn't it? So yep. I suppose yeah. uh, the, uh, they know what they're doing, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. The Phillies, they've come back, haven't they? I think they brought the Phillies back in a lot of places to 2000. Uh, their oaks and everything. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. pretty sure they have, yeah. Yeah, but don't still 2500. Still 2500 <laughs> in Melbourne, it'll, on the oaks will be. 2,500 in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Kempi, I always like oh, ask. I always like asking people, what would be the sort of big race that you'd like to win? I know everyone's got different answers and everyone follows different races, but yeah. what would be the one of the races as a trainer you'd like to knock yeah. off? 
Yeah, I, th- I think any of the races is over a million dollars. But there must be one race. There must be one race. You money. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got you got to be be no ever have uh, probably, but a race like. Yeah, of course. Melbourne Cup. Gee, I reckon the Golden Slipper would be uh, yeah, I'm, unbelievable. Can be, can be. I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Everyone always says Melbourne Cup all the time, and I obviously haven't been lucky enough yeah. to win one of these races yet, but I'm a Golden Slipper Gold, guy. I'm a Golden, Golden Slipper, Slipper guy too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Golden Slipper. But, but, gee, what about these races now? They're running for 10 and 15 million geez, and everything. Geez, the Everest, the Everest Trophy would look all right up on the mantelpiece for you. <laughs> <laughs> What's ten percent of twelve million? Sam? To dust it down every day. I, I tell you what, there's uh, you'd buy you'd buy a few broodmares with uh, with with the uh, prize money of the Everest, wouldn't you? Or what? What's this race? Wow. What's this race on today? The Rusty Bird, isn't it? Is it the Rusty what? Bird or the Golden Eagle? Oh, the, the Golden Eagle. Eagle. I think what it's the Rusty about? Bird. It's the Rusty Bird. Well, you can tell. Uh, you can tell. You can tell he's from Melbourne, eh? A hey, camping. Oh, you can tell he's from yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the rusty yeah. bird. Come yeah. on, it's a golden eagle. It's, the, it's golden eagle. It's worth ten mil. Well, now I know you're uh, partial to it to a uh, feed at a Chinese restaurant, so I'm going to tip you into uh, Bamboo House in in Melbourne. If you get to Bamboo House, you won't be disappointed. Uh, Camping. Bamboo House, yeah. Bam- Bamboo House in Melbourne. Bam- Bamboo yeah, yeah. House is outstanding. But I know He's you're with down. you're with the Gunsin Tour Group and Graham Shrew. He knows he yeah. know well. He he loves the Emerald. Uh, I know that firsthand uh, because I've been drinking <laughs> beers with him in there. And um, uh, so you'll get to the Emerald. But I want you to give uh, Andy Lewis a big cheerio. He'll be uh, front and center oh, running the bar. Yeah. Rib on the bone, something like that there, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll get beautiful yep. food. What's good, the food good, like there, Sammy? You'll get a good steak at the Emerald, uh, and the beer is yep. even better. Yep. It goes down easily, and and you will see. Uh, well, there's always somebody, some sort of character from racing uh, in the Emerald. That's yep. for sure. It, it is. Uh, we need a good. We need a good oyster place in Melbourne. We need a good oyster. Love oysters. Eat them all day. Okay. Natural well. oysters. Oysters natural. Yeah. Eat them all day. What's uh? Surely you can throw me into something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the seafood restaurant in um, South Melbourne. Um, I'll get back to you on that one, but uh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ca- I can't believe I've forgotten it, but yeah, all right. Uh, well, you and Judy have a ripper weekend. I hope you come back with uh, plenty of money from uh, from the punt. And uh, shout out to Graham Shoe and the Gunsin team. That they do a great job, and uh, you won't be disappointed. It'll be a great week, that's for sure. Fantastic. Thanks. See you later, boys. See you, Ryan. See you, Sam. See you, Sammy. See you, Good on you, you Campy. Have a great time too. Okay, have a great time. Good on you. Thanks for ringing. There is Kevin Camp. He's got runners all over the place this weekend, but he is uh, treating himself and Judy to a week in Melbourne. And uh, yeah, it's uh, he's he's just always in good form, isn't he, Kempe? One of the kings of the hill. <laughs> the kings of the hill, and he must be good to ride for. We go. Yeah, he's one of the good guys. Like the hearing Rex Lip and all them sort of guys. They're they're really good to ride for. And like I said, if you're riding at Toowoomba, they're the guys you want to be riding for. All right, let's get a break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side and we're going to be chatting to, well, one of the Darling Downlow's favourite jockeys and uh, he's from Toowoomba now. He's living in Toowoomba. Don't be silly. Back Bubba Tilly. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Downlow on SEN Track.
Welcome back to the Darling Download on this Saturday morning. We've had uh, the Darling Download's favourite trainer and the Darling Download's favourite jockey is in the house also, Les Bubba Tilly. Don't be silly. Back Bubba Tilly. Les, how do we find you on this Saturday morning? Very skinny, Sam. Very skinny today. Oh, that's good. I see he's he's got a, a ride in race six at 55 there, Sam, on Saturday. Look, he's not very tall. Surely, surely 55's a walk in the park for you, Les. It is these days I've taken a leaf out of your book and realised the outside world's a lot harder than the world we live in. <laughs> I hope you're not on the same diet as Sam. <laughs> oh, jab. No. Wow. No. wow. I tried that diet for 12 months and it just never worked. Now, Les, uh, this time of year, well, Melbourne Cup, Derby Day today and Melbourne Cup on Tuesday. It's a, it's a. I, I've said it on all the shows that I've done this week. It's a, it's a special time of the year for anyone in horse racing, and it doesn't matter where you're based. I, I think everybody focuses on what goes on in Melbourne, and you've been part of a, a big stable in Peter Moody's stable in Melbourne, and uh, it's it, it it carnival time. Everybody's up and about, aren't they? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's probably one of the greatest four months of the year going from Caulfield into the Mooney Valley and then into um, the Melbourne Cup, into the Flemington Carnival. It's just, it's just, um, it's just a great time, that four months of where you've got internationals and, and all the good horses firing at the same time and, you know, just, just seeing them and even, like, the big international jockeys coming in, flying in, flying out. You get to meet a lot of people and see a lot of great people down there at that time of the year. Did did Moody used to get did he used to get a bit revved up at, at, at this time of the year? Obviously, big stable. He's, he had lots of good horses. Uh, where, even when you were there, and and that was early enough or early days for him. Um, it was uh, yeah. Did he did he used to rev up on on the big days? Yeah, and you never used to, be able to talk to him a lot of times. But I had a few stop watches thrown at me at this time of the year because you time. <laughs> They're not angry trainers, are they? <laughs> no, I've. Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to be down there when um, Dissonant was winning all the group ones. And um, I still remember to this day um, him yelling and screaming at Ben Mallon about his times. And Ben goes, oh, well, I must get him right on race day. So that's the main thing. And you know, I, <laughs> that went I, think, I think there might have been a chair, chair <laughs> thrown at him over the balcony at Caulfield. Um, <laughs> it was great, you know. And it's just, yeah, just the hype around all them carnivals. The free breakfasts on a Tuesday, Sam. I remember you getting around them. Is that where Sammy gets his belly from? <laughs> Breakfast with the stars. Breakfast with the stars. I, I, t- I tell you where, what really encouraged the belly is when I moved up here for eight months <laughs> and living with Nathan Day. That's that's what that's what really rounded me up. I'm going to say. Fatherhood. Yeah. Well. Uh, no, but it's, it's, it's good times, isn't it? And, and obviously being part of, um, a big stable like that, Peter Moody's and as you say, they had so many good horses at that time and, and that dissident time. And, um, you know, when you're jumping off one horse onto another and, and they're all superstars, it's a, it's a great thing, isn't it? It is. And I was, um, I was actually lucky enough there last year to be actually at the Melbourne Cup. When one of your great men, one of your greatest friends, won the Melbourne Cup, and I actually got a photo of it to hold the actual Melbourne Cup, which was probably one of the biggest thrills I've had, with no gloves. It, you know, they, they no bring gloves. it around to all these small towns, <laughs> and you and you get to hold it with the white gloves. And sure enough, Karen, 
Kieran Maher just handed it straight to us and said, hey, Bubba, we'll send a photo straight to Sammy. And uh, I believe I sent one straight what? to You did too. I That's 10 right. Minutes after you what 10 minutes it? after the Melbourne. You're right. What, what, Sorry, is, what, got... what is the go with the white glove? Well, because it's I worth so it, much money. Yeah, I guess it's. I think the trophy's worth two hundred and fifty thousand, and I guess, um, you know, it adds to the mystique. Is the mystique a right word? I don't know if that's the right word, but the intrigue of, of the Melbourne Cup. You know, you have to put the white glove on to hold it, and then isn't it funny that that um, then you know the race is won, and I, I know. From uh, my experience, I had a mate of mine, uh, Sandy McGregor, who was in the ownership of Prince of Penzance, and uh, he he was the major shareholder in Prince of Penzance. So he had the Melbourne Cup, and we went to the Emerald, and Deadset turned it on all night, and the you know everyone it was just on at the Emerald, drinking out of the it, whole, obviously. Yeah, and and then I, we went to Shane Warne's bar at Crown Casino, and I had the um, Melbourne Cup. And I took it out on the dance floor and people were pouring vodka and Red Bulls in it and <laughs> taking selfies and whatever. And we have a mutual friend, uh, Paul Seckle, who Sec came out and, and he said, Sammy, you know, I don't think you should be handing this Melbourne Cup round to just everybody, you know. And then we came, ba- I came back and Sandy had been outside and they had an area sectioned off for us and they had the little table where the Melbourne Cup sat and Sandy said, what's, what's, what's happened? And I said, well, Sex said, don't, don't hand the Melbourne cup round to everybody. You know, you're giving it to Tom, Dick and Harry and, and they're, you know, they're pouring beer and vodka and scotch and rah. And Sandy said, just with that, Sandy goes, Sammy, take it to the people, take it to the people. And it was such, such a fun night. And, and, you know, like, um, well, like Bubba is alluding to there, you know, Kieran wins the Melbourne Cup, and then he he's just Hands handing it, it handing it around, and and I think that's the that's the great thing that um you want ev- you want every like Kieran um you want everyone to be part of this amazing moment in sport, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think the reasoning also behind the white gloves too, getting back to that, is the oils are now like I've got a few fake fake gold trophies here that have won and they've turned black <laughs> they over time. They go different colours, don't they? <laughs> I've they got a go couple black. Of those. So I reckon the oils out of people's fingers, they don't want them turning that Melbourne Cup black before the Melbourne Cup actually runs. This is runs. true. They, they probably only actually, have one cup. To, to be fair, Bubba, to be fair, it's actually real gold, the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> yeah. that, I think those trophies you've got. I think they, I think they could handle a bit of fingerprints here and that. Hey, that I is believe, gold. I believe they the rock. The, Ro- the Rocky Rocky Cups are gold. I just don't know how, how much gold. How many of those have you got now, Bubba? I've got Two three. Or three. Three Rocky Cups. The, three. Rock, the Rocky Cups good. king. You're going to be the mayor of Rockhampton. <laughs> yeah, I'm chasing the I'm chasing the, four, oh, the fourth one next year. Hopefully, Master Jamie can retire in my in my paddock. Uh, right. Well, let's get to your rides uh, tonight. You've got a few of them. Uh, Tomboy Spirit for Matt Croft in the first race, and it's drawn okay at the 1,300? Yeah, no, it's um, it's coming back from a spell. It was up at the Rocky Carnival, actually. Um, gets over the 1,600. It's having its second run back over the 1,300 again. I reckon you'll see this horse better once it gets to that mile third up. you got Oracolo in race two for your old boss, Pat Webster. Uh, nice run at Eagle Farm last start, obviously dropping back in grade tonight. Yeah, well, 
it went to Eagle Farm for that midweek meeting, and they actually run home in 33 that day for the 600 when the rail was out 10 metres. And I, it's, it's a horse that walks out of the gate, gets back to last, and flies home. And it, to me, it actually made up a bit of ground while the rest were running split times up, up front. And your next so one? I really think it's a good chance that race. And your next one there for Lindsay Hatch, Russian Mint, and uh, ex uh, Mick Price also see here. Been running well down there. Have you had a chance to sit yeah, on been running... back? I have. I jumped it out a couple of weeks ago, and I um, well, I worked it on people know how it Tuesday. goes. Lindsay, Lindsay's um, Lindsay's one of the great men up here, and he's got this horse flying. There was a few issues with it down down in Melbourne. They couldn't hold it, and he's got it working around beautiful. So uh. Hopefully from that alley I can slot it in nicely and have one good crack at them. It, it's um, it's a really nice horse. And you got another ex Melbourne horse there, Palace Keys for Pat Webster again. Yeah, I galloped this horse the other day and um, Pat changed a few things around, and um, I haven't sat on it for about three weeks, but he reckons it's absolutely flying. So I'm taking his word for it. Bit of weight, it's only a little horse. Um, that's very very ordinary race. Okay, and then you got our pals girl, a bit of a track specialist here. Nine nine goes for four wins and a couple of placings there for Matt Crop. Yeah, well, Alex, before uh, when they covered yesterday, Alex informed me that this horse has never been beaten over the eight seventy here in Toowoomba, and I said, "Oh, thanks for putting the mocker on me." So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm taking Alex's word for that. Three, go, um, three goes at the distance for three wins. Three goes at the distance for three wins. Mm. So, thanks, Alex. Um, track and distance, three and three, so it's going for four and hopefully four. And your last ride there is keyboard for the Rex Slip Stable. Um, obviously, been running a lot harder races last prep um, as a two-year-old. Um, obviously, should be thereabouts for a win, you'd think, being in a maiden. Yes, definitely. He's dropping back. Um, I jumped around here two weeks ago, and he's only, only a little horse, but, geez, it's a very nice, nice little horse and very quick. Um, had a really tough tough time there as a two-year-old in a lot of good races so um coming back to a, a very easy grade so um hopefully the 55 can get it over the line i see there you're riding there at uh, dolby on the same day there yeah well when you when the missus is the manager now and Dolby's 40 minutes down the road. She said you could make as much money as possible, so you go to Dolby. So she sent me the Dolby first and um, sends me back to Toowoomba Saturday like, night, and I'm suspended for 11 days. I like this. So keeping it all in-house, you got uh, Alex uh, managing you, so you don't have to pay the manager. Well, you pay well, the manager, but it's... Well, well, I dare say you'd be paying <laughs> somewhere along the line, whether it's handbags or money, he'd be paying for something somewhere along the line. It's, uh, you made me sign. You made me sign the contract for fifteen percent. I don't know if that's oh, right, but fifteen percent. Really? I thought it. I thought it was like twelve, 12 and, and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was twelve and she a said, half back when I was. She uh, said twelve and a half to her and two and a half percent of putting up with me. So I said, my wife right, keeps then. putting her hand up to be my manager, but there's no way. I don't think that that situation will work for me either. Yeah, it's uh, gee, it, it'd be it'd be tough. I must say, uh, Scotty, you used to say he was my manager, and. Uh, for a long time, well, Reese Murphy started until he chopped me. Then he got all the big guns, <laughs> got, Mark Zara. You got, you got the ass from the manager. Yeah, and I was best <laughs> mates with him at school, and I got booted, right, because he got too many big dogs. Uh, and he's Mark Zara's manager, uh, amongst other rock stars. Um, 
Yeah, and so Scotty, Scotty was uh, did a great job managing me, but he did tell uh, one of our mutual friends, uh, Jez Liddell, in the bar at the Emerald, unmanageable, this bloke, <laughs> unmanageable. Were you just getting off rides because you were too heavy, or what was the go? There was a bit of that. I used, I used to jump up and down, though, when, uh, you know, when I'd, Get on get donkey when I get on donkeys, yeah. Get taken off taken the fast off ones, and put on the uh, put on the donkeys. But you know that happens when you lack ability. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, uh, Scotty bless his soul. He's a, he's a good man. He was a great man. Uh, it's uh, tough times. Yeah, tough times. <laughs> being, tough times. It's being, a touchy subject. <laughs> yeah, it is tough. Tough times being a jockey's manager. Uh, that's for sure. And 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 you know the fact that. Uh, You've got Alex, the missus, doing it, Les. That's very game of you. Well, I haven't ridden 55 this many times in two years. I learned the last <laughs> three weeks she's been doing it. And um, she said to me the other day, she's like, oh, I haven't, feels like I haven't seen you for a while. I said, yeah, that's right. That's because I've ridden 10 days straight from Grafton to Rocky and everywhere in between. She was sending me wherever, wherever she could find a race meeting, she was sending me. Hey, just touching on um, over the border there, Bubba, you have a really good association with uh, Stephen. I was only looking up before. you got like a 20, 21% strike rate with him now. Yeah, no, he, um, he, gave, me the, he gave, me a, gave me a suspension there for six weeks because oh. I went to birds. <laughs> um, really? And then, yeah, that he had a bad, he, he, um, he bad hung the other day when Jive, yeah, he, he had a bad day when Jive called in sick. He goes, oh, I need you to come back, mate. At least you never called in sick. So um yeah the suspension's up and I'm heading back over the border thank God. And and I was... yeah no Steve Stephen or you know yourself we go um he's a very very difficult man to ride yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I've had a but few he's rides. very very fair. Yeah he's fair and we, and you know what when you start riding from your ride and everything which is good he um he, he he helps you out as a jockey but um another thing too what about riding with your dad? It's a it's a very not, not very strange thing but a very uncommon thing to be able to get a chance to every now and then ride with your dad. How's that? Yeah, no, it was really good. I um, first time I rode with him was out at Roma in the Roma Cup, um, Cup meeting, and I waited all my life to do it. So he got hurt and retired there for ten years, and when he finally decided he wanted to have a ride again, he um, he came back. It was actually a really good feeling sitting in the jockey's room next to him, and like dad, dad um, started his apprenticeship. I know it's going to sound really old, but started his apprenticeship only three years after um. Robert Thompson down in Taree. So they actually went through their apprenticeships together. So how old's your dad now? And dad is 50, 58. 58. 58 and retired again. He's retired again, has he? Didn't yeah, he had a fall and broke his pelvis and oh, it, um, that'll do it. never healed. That'll slow you up. <laughs> so no, no sprays yeah. in races or anything like that? You didn't get a copper spray off your dad in the race by any chance? or? I, I, I never copped I never got... I never... I was too scared to even chop him, like even get close to him, because <laughs> um, I, I I still remember the first time I ever rode track work, and I was riding around with my toe in the eye, and he's kicked my iron and pushed me off the other side, and I hit the ground, going around a slow can, and he's you know he's caught the horse and pulled up. He goes, "Never ride with your toe, because that that could happen any time." I said, "I don't think anyone's pushing me, Dad." But... <laughs> that's a bit old school, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's a bit of old school Pat Highland going on there. <laughs> I was about to say, Sammy would have got that one. <laughs> I was I was fourteen at the time, and he's kicked me iron and pushed me off the other side. And, um, Is that why we, every now and then we yeah. see your full foot in the iron? The old dad in the back yeah. of the head. Watch one of these jockeys will push you off. 
Definitely. Huey, um, Huey Bowman still rides full foot in the eye. He does. He does. It's it saved me a few times. That I'll foot in the eye, and um, when 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 we go, you turn left at Mackay. If I didn't have the full foot, I think I was falling off. <laughs> All them times you salute in those races, at least you got your full foot in your eye, and you're never going to fall off anyway. I was a bit worried. About, I was a bit worried for you the other day when you you won that race at Toowoomba for Les Ross, the big two year old race, and you give a bit of a salute with a big loop in the rain. But it's good to see you had your full foot in the eye and to to, to keep you on board with your your dad in the back of your head there, going worrying about that sort of stuff. So. Definitely, definitely. Um, Lucky enough that um, they never cost me nothing, and um, Crooks he loved the photo, so he's he's, he's bought one. So I'm keeping keeping Mr. Crooks happy. Gay, no, gay, man, gay man slitting on a two-year-old first starter, I'll give you the tip. I wouldn't be doing that. You're too good for me. Les Rust. <laughs> oh, yeah, Les Rust. Anything could happen. <laughs> well done. It, it, was, it, it was quiet. I had ridden it before. I knew how quiet it was, and I finally got the. I, I picked that one because I knew. I knew for sure I was going around and I knew it was going to be quiet. There was no hump in his back. And <laughs> Fantastic. I was lucky enough that, that the whole race panned out to how I wanted it to pan out and got the, got the bickies. But, yeah, no, it was really good riding with Dad. And, um, he, so so he what's he doing do now? He's retired. Anyway, right? What's he doing so now, Bubbers? He's a qualified auto electrician, auto aircon. So basically okay. just fixes aircons out out in Charleville for cars and it's the never ending there for that never ending job for him out there so yeah. he's enjoying that and he's still still training horses him and mum are still training horses they trained a winner the other day at Charleville so how good they're loving life. Les best of luck tonight and thanks for joining us on the Darling Download thanks guys Bye, here we go there is Les Bubba Tilly don't be silly back Bubba Tilly on the other side we're going to have our tips ready to go Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. It's tipping time and we've got the tipping superstar, Jonathan Davies from Aquas, joining us. Uh, JD, it's a big weekend in racing. It's a big week in racing, isn't it, this one? Absolutely huge. Massive day. Derby days, best days racing on the calendar, in my opinion. So, very keen for a great days racing and see some nice horses go around. You little beauty. I've even got the jockey, Ryan Wiggins, on board. Uh, he's tipping today uh, in Chris Nelson's absence. Uh, we will kick off with my first tip is Toowoomba, race three, number five, Russian Mint for Lindsay Hatch and... Bubba Tilly, because, uh, well, Les gave it a good push on the show today, so I think we've got to go with it. JD, what do you like up the range? Um, Toowoomba race one, number one, bold hoi ho. Um, third up, first two starts, this prep has been wide, no cover and working. Uh, step up and trip suits and should get a nice run from Barry Six tonight and be very hard to beat. We go. I'm going to go with our pals go race five, number five. Uh, Matt Crop, uh, Bubba obviously gives a bit of a push for this horse and um, three from three at the distance. Nice gate. Good, good, good form on the track. Uh, I think nine starts before wins on the track. So yeah, that's my tip. Our's pal go race five, number five. Okay. Eagle Farm. I am going race seven, number four, poetic drama, keeping the Toowoomba theme for the Tony and Maddie Sears camp. And, uh, you can get this at $5. I reckon it's a super chance. JD. 
Um, Eagle Farm Race 1, number 2, Perfect Mission. It's hard to believe she's been out for coming up two years, and I'm actually going to tip her, which is probably uh, questionable, but um, I think she's definitely the best horse in the race, and I actually saw Todd Pollard on Wednesday, and he gave her a huge push. Um, so I'm happy enough to be on her. We go. What do you like? I found, well, I haven't found. I last start winner there, Divine Force, two-year-old filly there of Chris Munzer's. For BK Racing, uh, nice win last start with Robbie Dolan. I reckon um, he can back it up and, and go two from two in this sort of race against these sort of horses. So race two, number three. Righto. Now, our third tip we go is anywhere around the country. I probably didn't tell you that. So, uh, But Flemington, I am going race eight, number six, Foxy Frieda. JD, this is at $31. I reckon this will win the Empire Rose. Actually, not the only one tipping it. Oh, really? Um, so, yeah. So, okay. um, well, I didn't know Ryan was going to be on. So You did or did it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't. Oh, okay. I did not know. And I'm sorry if I've put the mock on here, but I'm Bo Desert Race 4, number two, ready by design. So hopefully uh, Ryan uh, doesn't slaughter it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 I've, I've had the same drilling off the trainer already. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Melbourne, race five, number four. Harlow missed uh, John Sarge for Blake Sheen, barrier one. Um, missed last start, but obviously a good winning form, and um, I reckon up to 2,000 metres should be winning. Yeah, a, I reckon it's a good chance in the Oaks, actually. I backed it the other day, and it was... Uh, I'm pretty just, sure it looks pretty dour. I'm pretty sure Blake Chin's booked for the Oaks too, so I'm assuming this race will win or run a place of sure anyway, and then slide into the Oaks. Rightio, JD, have you got a Melbourne Cup tip for us? Um, look, I had a like a spec on the I don't even know how to pronounce it actually, Lakoska. Yeah, like a few months ago, I didn't know she was only 400 kilos. So, what? Not, what did he say? Only 400 kilos. <laughs> oh, small. He's only 400 kilos. I didn't know. So uh, anyway, I'm on at a very big price, but that's that's all I've done in the cup so far. So, you know, Vorban obviously is all the rage and and a lot of hype about it. But, um, you know, honestly, I'll, I'll just be looking for something down in the weight that's, you know, in the market. That's usually a pretty good way to go about the cup, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. We go. You in the Melbourne Cup? Um, I'm going to stick with, without a fight, Mark Zara. Um, yeah, his win was too good the other day. Um, you know, top jockey, top race. I think he can do it two years in a row. And fingers crossed for him, he can get the job done. I'm all about Vauban. How, how will he feel if the whole trip goes past him? At the not, not really well. Uh, don't worry. He'll be losing, having to <laughs> losing a few sleepless nights over the last couple of weeks. Well, I said to Sammy earlier on in the program that, you know, it's it's hard to win two Melbourne Cups in a row, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, he, he'll be hoping that them colours don't go past him, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thanks, JD. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thanks, guys. Good luck. There is Jonathan Davies from Aquas. Uh, it's a super job and Aquas... Uh, they are superstars. Great stud there. And uh, tell you what, that's us done and dusted. We go. Thanks very much for joining us on the Darling Download this morning. Best of luck tomorrow. Uh, JD's having the house on uh, the horse at Bow Desert. So uh, thanks for coming in. No, thanks for having me. All the best, putters. Have a ripping derby day.